welcome to day 19. Hi, Michelle. Yes, indeed. Audience, welcome back. Day 19, talking about fulfilled purpose. And we're going to get into this. We're talking today about Romans 12, verse 1. And the King James Virgin Version says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Which version do you have? I have the passion and it reads, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's mercies? To surrender yourselves to God, to be sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness experiencing all that delights his heart for this becomes your genuine expression of worship ah and that's the key word worshiping god um which is what is being um said here in the verse is that we are to worship god with our lives and how does that worship look that worship means that just as we've been talking about basically all week that we are to worship god in our lifestyle in the way that we walk in the way people see us and how we talk, even in how we think we are worshiping God. And we have to realize that true godly worship inv involves a lifestyle of bringing honor to him, honor to Christ in our words and in our actions. And we have to have a strong passion for that. Uh, I think it was yesterday we were we were saying that a lot of people say that they don't know what their purpose is. And even if you're, you know, you haven't come to the revelation of what God has specifically given you to do, your first primary um, directive is that we make disciples. And, and we do that just by sharing our testimonies, just by um, encouraging people and seeing souls saved. So that is one way that we are worshiping God, that we're honoring God in our lifestyle by giving those testimonies, by being encouragement to those. And it, it says in um, the scripture that we're sacrificing ourselves. It is a sacrifice yes. because we talked about earlier the week about, you know, doing away with that old man, having our minds renewed. We're, we're, we, have to, we have to sacrifice ourselves. Like we said, take up our cross daily. We have to continually be in the word and we have to, you know, um, forsake what we put, 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 putting ourselves first. Basically, that's what it is. Worship is not putting ourselves first. It's putting God first. Mm -hmm. So we're not putting first our agendas. We're not putting first what we des what we desire. Because we've already spoken and spoken about Matthew 6, 32, where it says, seek God's kingdom. That's his power, his authority. You know, seek his right standing. We're not looking for our own agendas to be fulfilled on our on a daily basis, but we're looking for the purposes of God to be fulfilled in us and through us. 
And in doing so, we're worshiping him. We're, we're glorifying him with our lifestyles. We have to have a lifestyle of worship. And it has to be true worship. Um, help me, Audrey. The, 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 the scripture says, they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we have to worship God through the Holy Spirit. We have to worship God through the truth of God's word. His word is is the lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It's what leads us daily. It's what guides us. It directs us. We spoke about that even the other day when we said it's the word that's renewing our mind, but it's also gear. It's also um, steering our lifestyle. So we gave. I gave the example when someone says, "Oh, you can't do this." No, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That is how the word is being used as the authority and the power of God in our lives. And it's also how we are worshiping God because we're saying we honor your word, we honor your truth. Go ahead, Audrey, until I pick up on my next thought. Okay. So I love the fact that it says, how can we respond? What should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? Mm -hmm. Huh. One of the greatest things I think that God has ever done for his people is sending Jesus into the world to die on that cross for us. I mean, that's the gift that keeps on giving. So how can we then show proper response to that? We have to have a heart of gratitude for what was done on the cross. We have to understand the finished work of the cross how he has saved us even from ourselves and from death and hell, mm-hmm. you know? So we have to move from the mentality of me, myself, and I, my yes. three and no more, just us, you know, and start thinking, God, what do you want me to do? What do you have me, what would you have me to do today? What would you have me to do for the rest of my life? Because I'm in hot pursuit. I want to please you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm getting from this, you know? So no, it's not all the scripture this week just ties right in. Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't live anymore. It's I don't live for me anymore, but I live for you. So daily, I'm going to pick up that cross. Daily, I'm going to find someone I can share the word with. Daily, I'm going to be telling someone the good news of who Jesus Christ is. That's how I'm worshiping. That's how I'm making this living sacrifice. That's how I'm making it so pure and pleasing. And in the same time, at the same time, I'm thinking about that scale because when I'm daily doing this, I'm dying to self. And the Holy Spirit in me is now becoming evident. You know, John the Baptist really got a good glimpse of everything he said i must decrease so he can increase and that's the truth our life should show that we don't live anymore that's right you know but the light of jesus shines through us that others will be drawn to us not to us per se but they'll come to us to ask us questions why are you different why 
there should be several whys. There should be whys going on in our lives. The people that we are hanging with, are they the same people that we have been with for the last 10, 15 years and they mm. haven't changed? Mm. We have to question what are we doing in the midst? Not that we want to throw them under the bus, but we have to understand we should be making a difference. When they're in a situation, are they coming to us to say, pray for me, pray with me? Huh. You know, I'm going through this. What would you do? Are they seeking out, seeking advice from us? Because they know we're going to be giving them, giving them the word of God. We're not throwing them under the bus. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes God will put you as a lighthouse in the darkness, but we got to shine. Some may take a while to say, okay, I understand now, but we're planting seeds. And sometimes the seed has to die. Now, sometimes the seed goes into a dark ground and it must die before we start seeing any kind of growth. So the word of God, we may be in this, be with a group of friends, like I said, for 10, 15 years, and we don't actually see the results we may want to see. But every now and again, even if their mouth should slip, word, they should be able to say, oh, I'm sorry to you, because they know it's out of line and out of character for you. That's right. And they respect what you stand for. But if they're just talking and it's just happening and it, they don't even care, we got to check our walk. We got to check ourselves. Because are we being God the example? Are we living that pure life that God wants us to live so that he can be pleased with our living? Or are, are, are we living in vain? Mm-hmm. We have to remember that Christ brings new life. The gospel, the good news of the, the, the Lord is transforming power. You said the kingdom is power. It's authority. Are we walking in our God-given authority? Right. Are we standing in that God-given authority? So Paul was just saying to Christians, hmm. he said, dear brothers, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. He didn't say your spirit so much. He said your bodies. Mm -hmm. So that means we transforming the mind. I think earlier this week, we talked about transforming the mind. Yep. That means there were there, there was some kind of, kind of evidence that our, the minds weren't transformed. They were saved, but their lifestyle was not displaying Christ. And that's where we have to take self-inventory. Are we to walk in this God-given purpose? Because we can't be speaking one thing to when the time arises and we live a different lifestyle. That's right. You know, James, I think it was James that said, a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. Yes. So we can be telling our friends when we think it's suitable to tell them about the love of God and then we're living and our lifestyles, lifestyle shows something quite contrary. 
We're doing all the things we used to do. BC. I always say BC before Christ. <laughs> because before Christ, I, I clubbed. Before Christ, I wasn't someone that drink, but I would have a drink, if that makes sense. If I don't drink wine, it doesn't matter to me. If I, you understand? But when I'm socially out back then, I would drink. My favorite drink was, I don't remember right now, but. but <laughs> that's good. You know, that's something that we have to look at. Am I still doing the same things that I used to do? I'm not knocking you drinking a glass of wine. No. I'm saying if I used to drink a bottle I'm with my friends and I'm still doing it after years of knowing Christ, something is wrong with that picture. Yep. If I'm dressing the same way, and believe me, let me talk about my dress code. I left nothing to the imagination. <laughs> and not only when I went to the club, it was my lifestyle. It was my way of life. Everything was there it was shown and i thought it was so cute <laughs> right but when i came to know christ all of that changed all of that changed little by little the word started convicting me start washing me and therefore over time i used to dress perfect of course not and I'll keep saying that. But God builds us up in different areas. Little by little, step by step. And we ought to see the change. Around us will see the change before we even see and feel it. And they'll say, oh, you don't do that anymore? And then you say, okay, that's true, I don't. I don't curse like how I used to curse. Yeah. I don't do this like I used to do it. I don't, okay, let's say smoking. Some people probably used to smoke a pack per day. After coming in to know who the Lord is, they're now making their bodies a living sacrifice to him. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have cut down to four cigarettes per day and they're struggling because guess where the struggle is now? They're struggling to completely stop. So they're depending on the Holy Spirit to help them. And sooner or later, guess what? Because that's their desire of their hearts and it line up with the word of God and for the purpose that God intend them to walk, the Holy Spirit will empower them to stop. So it's not an overnight thing. Some people struggle a little bit more in certain areas than others. And I'll tell you why. It's so that we'll have compassion towards others. Remember we said on Monday, mm -hmm. everything works together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Yes, that's right. So even if we're still struggling with that one drink or that cigarette or having sex with someone that we're not married to, even in those hard times that we're feeling guilty and we feel bad about it, and we're running to God. Run to him. Don't run from him, but run to him. Yes. And cry your heart out and say, God, I want to change. Help me, please. 
you're you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice to him because your flesh is saying do it it feels good mm. but your spirit man is saying no it's against the word that's not how you should live yes and you're crying out to god for help don't beat yourself up don't get in the word of god pray mm. some more seek his face be around people that will encourage you who have had struggles because you know sometimes the truth be told we don't talk about our struggles mm. we want to present to the world like all is well and i got it good mm. and i got it going on no we have struggles we have inward struggles we have struggles sometimes that we don't want to share with no one yes. but the holy spirit of god with jesus with jesus mm -hmm. so today if you're under the sound of my voice romans 8 and 1 says hmm now there is now therefore no condemnation to those that are in christ jesus yes. let me find it because i felt led to repeat this scripture yes there is therefore now now no no condemnation to them which are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit and this is exactly what romans 12 and 1 is saying to us present your bodies as a living sacrifice pure and pleasing that's the most sensible way to serve god to walk in our purpose we gotta walk in our purpose his purpose in us through us Yes. And we say yes to our God-given purpose. We will fulfill our God-given purpose. Yes, we will. We will fulfill our God-given purpose. Walking ourselves as a sacrifice, in service, in worship to God. We have to have a lifestyle of worship, everyone. We're not perfect, but we can do this. Yes, we can. In him, we can do all things that gives That's us right. strength. That's right. Mm -hmm. Perfectly said. And we're going to close out today's podcast and we say, Father, we are not perfect. And there is nothing that we can hide from you. You know, even our deepest secrets and weaknesses. And we ask you to help us through them. We want to be able to live out this life, fulfilling our purpose, but most of all, worshiping you. We want to be able to live a lifestyle of worship where we're fully surrendered to your will and that those around us will be able to see the work that is being done in us through you and be able to see you in us, Father, through our lifestyle, through what we say and through what we do. Help us, oh God, to have that heart of compassion and love that you desire for each of us to have, 
that we may see those around us through the lens of your love, oh God, that we can serve others as you desire for us to serve them and serve you. Help us, dear Lord, to stay in your word, which will help us to fulfill this lifestyle of worship, where we can combat the things that just cause us to struggle daily, whatever it is, Father, whether it's dealing with a spirit of lust or dealing with, um, still dealing with alcoholism or whatever it is, Father, that becomes a stumbling block for us. We thank you, Father, that you help to strengthen us through your word and by your spirit. Help us to resemble you inwardly and outwardly, Father, in our daily walk, we pray. We submit ourselves to you that we can fulfill your will and that you can complete the work that you have begun in us for the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Audience, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We pray that it has blessed you, that you come back tomorrow. We're going to get into day 20 on fulfilled purpose and get healing through God's word. Be blessed, everyone. Shalom.